Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined for my second episode um, of the new season with our fellow podcasters um, who run the show Queer Unfiltered. Um, I'm excited to talk to them all about their uh, their show and why they do what they do. So uh, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. I'll go first since I have the microphone. Why not? Um, Naturally. Yeah. My name's Antonio and I'm half of the Bussy Bumpin' duo. Sure are. My other half is here. Hi, I'm Brady. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Period. (laughs) Welcome to the show, folks. How's your uh, day going so far? You know, we actually recorded one of our episodes before we came over here. Wow. We have been busy and it's been good i mean it's nice to start every monday the same and with a friend and doing something that we both really love so it's been a good morning red i think that's like my favorite thing i get to start the week with one of my favorite people you know and it's consistent and we both show up for each other and i think that's my favorite part yeah. you know yeah that's adorable <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh some good chemistry, clearly, uh, with y'all as as hosts. Um, what was the, kind of the, uh, the 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 tea to spill this morning? Um, we talked all about our Easter events, mm. and you know there wasn't a lot of drama at Easter. Oh, good. We were talking about you. No way. We mentioned yeah. that we we're going to be on here. Oh, well. So that was so you're you made it on Queer and Filter. Look at you. Oh my God, honored. You should be proud. You know, it's it's that old uh uh like it's like we're each other's um cross promotion, you know? Right. We love right. It. We don't have guests yet. We had a plug. But but soon. Yeah. Um, nice. Brady still has uh baby fever. Oh, we dude. talked about that. Nice. I want a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she like sees a baby and mm. she's like, it's happening again. Well, uh, where'd the baby fever come from? Um, hormones. Uh, yeah. Um, and a little bit of my sister, I feel like. Yeah. Um, my niece was born last uh, New Year's Eve. And oh, red. Brady sees a picture on my Snapchat or I start telling stories about McKenna. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want one of my own. <laughs> I kind of always felt like that way, though, around little kids. I just love mm-hmm. them. That's cute. Yeah, how was Easter for y'all? It was it was really nice. It, um, super low vibes. My mom owns a bar uh, in Bayview, so we just kind of went there to chill. She mm-hmm. like made some ham and some uh, Alfredo. So we made sandwiches and just watched, I don't know, I guess a basketball game was going on. Oh, sure. Yeah. The playoffs started. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we were watching that. Nice. I, I, I'm, well, whenever it's going on, I, I tune out. I'm not a sports guy. I, I know nothing. Yeah. I love basketball. That's my one sport. <laughs> she wants to be sidelined, like with her husband, like <laughs> period. <laughs> I'd be at I'd be at every game. She loves it, but still has no idea what's going on. <laughs> I just watch. Yeah. <laughs> no, but my family, we just brunched it up and had a really good like I don't know morning together. And mm-hmm. I went home because you know I get a little overwhelmed, so sure. I just chilled the rest of the day. It was super nice and low key. What about you? Um. Well, that's delightful. Um, I uh, didn't do shit. Um, kind of nice. Kind of love that. Yeah, I I was kind of just like a nervous wreck about starting this back up uh, yesterday. Um, my, you know, just worrying about everything that could possibly go wrong. Uh, You're doing great. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you for the assurance. Of uh, um, but I started with my first guest was my partner, you know, wanted to, to someone who is super familiar and comfortable and patient. Um, so, you know, we ran into a few technical difficulties, but they were a, 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 a gem through it all watching me navigate the, this shit, you know. So uh, I, I didn't do anything for the how I mean, I'm also I'm Jewish, but I also like celebrate. Uh, I grew up celebrating Easter too because my dad's right. grew up Christian. Um, but uh, I know there were some some things going on for Passover, and I partook in none of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, same. Yeah. I just went for the food. Yeah, well, that's a good reason to 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 go to the functions. Um, <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> yeah. So what we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so we are here because Brady, I met you through uh, the aforementioned good friend of ours, Dami. When I had her on the show, like a year ago, I think that was, you were in the background. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I, um, I didn't know that was supposed to happen that day. And she's like, oh, mm. shoot, I forgot I had to do this interview really quick. Mm. And I was over here like, I'm like, we just took like some shots. Like, I'm like, you really want to do that? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just was supposed to say nothing. And I, I don't think I really did. Um, I think you like joined in like in some stuff that ended up getting cut from the episode. Like I was cut. <laughs> so I didn't make it. Oh, the final edit. Sorry. But... I looked good that day too. <laughs> mm. Well, well, I met you through that that like virtual setting. Um, Dami was like, "You should like interview Brady." <laughs> I'm like, "Brady, let's do it." Yeah, I was like, I, "I'm a big plugger of Queer Unfiltered. I'm very Hell proud yeah. of it." Good. So I was like, "Duh." <laughs> well, here we are, a year later. Um, I had to like you know take some time from the show to get my shit together, but. Uh, which I think is really like good. Like I, when you know that things that you have to take a break from, like I think that's a big deal. I feel like people don't do that, mm-hmm. and when it's unhealthy, to step away, like, feel natural too. Yeah, like you have to feel like natural doing it, and if, if it feels forced, then right. We've found that like those are, are episodes that we don't like because we're mm-hmm. like forcing mm-hmm. it to happen, right? I think Antonio and I made a promise, like, right away, that it's, like, if we're not vibing, we're not going to do something that we don't vibe with. Yeah, exactly. Like, where there's, you kind of, like, hold yourself to a standard that you know, you know, you can't reach in that capacity, like, at that moment. And I was definitely feeling that by, around when things started, like, all opening back up last year, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I need to, like, really kind of do uh, shadow work, as they call it. I love that. Yeah. So you know, we're it's uphill from here. We're we're good now. How are you feeling? I'm great. I, honestly, I'm I'm chilling now. Yeah. I was just kind of freaking out for a while, but now I'm chilling. You know. Good. Oh, I feel that for sure. Especially when the world was opening up, I felt like I was like learning to swim again, almost oh, like yeah. a kid that was like thrown into the deep end. Like, okay, like, yep. go socialize again. Definitely. <laughs> it's like, wow, like social work, podcasts, like everything, you know? Yeah. It was a lot. And there was me. <laughs> I just was like, yay. Like, I'm ready to go. I left. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Like, I just like being in quarantine for so long. Like, it was just like hard to be around people again. Like when I... um I was like, how do I be in crowds again? Like, I don't know how to, like, what to do with myself when I'm out, 
you know? Totally. That shit sucked. It was like, what do I do with my hands? Like, almost like, I keep switching my veer from left to right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I just, like, I feel like it was, like, nervous mm-hmm. habits that I was doing in public, so. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how uh, we met. Uh, and, uh, um, yeah, I was excited to reach out to folks that, you know, I had uh, uh, chatted about having on the show um, before, and... Um, I'm a man of my word, so integrity. We love, uh, we love. You know, um, so here we are, and I love interviewing fellow podcasters, fellow interviewers, because I feel like there's a lot we kind of like um, spiritually relate to. You know, sure. with like the process and the passion, and why we, you know, like to tell stories and um, and broadcast like thoughts and feelings and ideas in a way that, you know, uh, is very easily accessible. Um, so with all that said, I'd love to hear more about, you know, we're going to talk all about like, you know, what y'all do, uh, with queer unfiltered, but first let's start kind of, let's take it back a bit. So for one, where are both of you from? So I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, more near, near the airport area. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, I was born in a small town called Grant Forks, North Dakota. Oh, wow. And I grew up in, like, the McGuanagoe, Wisconsin area, so, like, Lake Country. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you moved here? I was, like, quite old. I was, like, I forget the exact age, but it was, like, in the middle of elementary school. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, so, but, like, and again, I was raised by, like, people who lived in North Dakota for 40-plus years, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind. I've never been to North Dakota. Don't. <laughs> It's completely flat. I mm. mean, obviously represent. I love my family there. Um, yeah. I think it has a lot of to do with my values. For sure. With family and stuff. Yeah. So I do appreciate that aspect. I got you. But scen- scenically, there's not a whole lot there. No. There's mm. no hills. There's barely any trees. It's either for manicuring purposes or agricultural reasons. Like gravel town. Imagine uh, like you yeah. get your milk delivered to your house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that damn. Yeah. That is. Yeah, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, very different. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how did y'all meet? Um, we actually went to the same beauty school. Nice. Um, but we really didn't connect there. He doesn't remember meeting me. Oh, really? That's the tea. No, I do remember. Mm. I, like, I remember you in beauty <laughs> school, but I was on my way out. So, I was on my like last maybe two months. Okay. And she. Just started. just started so i was checked out mm-hmm. like i was like i'm not here to make any more friends yeah. like i've made my friends here i'm yeah. trying to get my certificate and start my career kind of um yeah. which then led to the working at the same salon yeah. <laughs> sure. um where we really started to connect and talk mm-hmm. nice um what did you kind of like hit it off with if you will I don't, um, so when we were in our salon setting, um, we were both kind of starting out and they make you work on mannequin heads. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. So we were just like shooting the shit basically (laughs) like on our mannequin heads and just related to a lot of stuff, I think. Yeah. You know, um, without getting too deep, like I don't really trust men or guys in general. So like I definitely had more reservations I feel in the beginning, but you know, Mm -hmm. obviously like to know Antonio is to love him, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I felt like, you know, I had my own trauma that I was working through with that. And 
I w- probably wasn't as open to friendship until like you know he made me laugh and I realized like he's the first guy I could ever say that never wanted anything from me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I felt safe. That's good. yeah. I hear. You. Well, yeah, we love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, right on. So yeah, uh, and so is that what y'all do like for um, like work is like beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're cosmetologists, but we do a lot of hair. So mm. cuts, colors. All right on. Yes. Two of it's my best crazy. friends are also stylists. Oh, too, awesome. so. oh, I love it. Yeah. It takes a certain breed. Yeah, mm. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I have like I'm a loyal customer of theirs. Like whenever I need my haircut, yeah. we love loyalty. <laughs> I feel like when we started thinking about doing something like a podcast, like I was in the works of thinking like I want to do something more creative Mm -hmm. and I just remember us having many conversations like you know this is good whatever is happening in our life right now but I feel like there's something more there Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like one day I had an idea for a show with another person and it just didn't work out you know and I just remember sweeping hair and then just saying something you're like why don't we do something Mm -hmm. and I was like wait for real (laughs) like And the difference between this and other instances in that moment was we set an expectation and a date, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. and this is like, I think, was it five ideas each? Yeah. And, and then we had like a little meeting almost. Oh yeah. Nice. We yeah. were going to create vision boards. Oh wow. And that was like, you know, the start of it, you know, we were like, okay, let's not record this day, but like, why don't we get our juices flowing and yeah. we... Shoot us some shit with some names that I'm so glad we did not go with, sure. you know. And then that's what started it. Yeah. Red. Well, that's that's delightful that you had, like, um, you know, you're trying to set, like, that precedent right away of, like, you know, sitting down and not just kind of, like, going into it blindly, but, no, like, what are we actually going to talk about? How is this actually going right. to be structured? Like, when you have, like, somebody who you kind of know right off the bat, like would match that consistency like you've got something good you might as well do right. it and it, i think setting expectations and goals and talking it through before just going into it is like there's two of us mm-hmm. and like we want to support each other and each other's goals mm-hmm. um so we never want it to be like well i want to do this this day mm-hmm. and like this is how it's gonna be yeah. you know which it, it can get like that when there's two people Hosting, like, yeah. where mm-hmm. I, I don't like saying like 50 50 queer unfiltered, where like I'm 100% queer unfiltered and she's 100% yeah. filtered, right? Oh, I like that. Like, it's yeah, not it's a 50 50. Yeah, it's both of us. Yeah. yeah. And there's not a competition there. That's a really good philosophy. Take note of that. And I also feel like we are so different in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I feel like. There's so many similarities, but yet we're totally opposite in so many things. So hearing a trans queer story and then a more feminine queer story, like in the Midwest, isn't you don't hear their every day. Mm-hmm. You don't hear their perspective. And, you know, I think that was like, you know, the biggest deal. I think we learned so much about each other. Right. You know, yeah. That yeah. I'm so thankful for that. Hell little yeah. window into his life like I think that's I feel like I'm always learning new things about you mm-hmm. and I think yeah. I actually enjoy listening to him yeah. speak and I feel like that's a big deal to have in a partner in a show and a totally. co-host like imagine if I hated 
his voice and like right, what yeah. he had to say like that that would never work or like yeah like uh i know the big concept in improv is like yes and right mm-hmm. and so like building off of one another you know um cohesively and not leaving you hanging right um yeah and and yeah it just sounds like you inspire each other right no it, it, it's it a beautiful is like thing that. and i'm sure like with you like interviewing people it's it's i mean i could talk in front of a camera with a microphone all day but it's nice mm-hmm. to have someone to kind of play tennis with and oh, go yeah. back and mm-hmm. forth and it's mm-hmm. even if you it's get fun. off track it's like wow we have a conversation that you weren't necessarily planning on happening happens and it's yeah. like genuine authentic it's and it gold yeah. right like it's good right on exactly like that's why it's kind of what i set out to do with nice guy podcast is like hey everyone has something to say and uh, you're you're making something out of nothing no matter what you do whether you make music whether you paint whether you're an actor actress whether you're a um whether yeah you're a journalist or you're a podcaster or you or you make food you cook right i love it i love interviewing chefs you know like i love love eating i think we talk about food in every episode oh you got to it comes up we're just foodies it's a mainstay it's like a stream of consciousness throughout our podcast it's like not about being queer it's about Mm -hmm. food (laughs) of course i guess like what was your first idea like what you wanted to make a podcast about um, like, so obviously, like, I grew up in North Dakota. There was no one like me, like, anywhere. And I feel like, yes, with social media, like, you see those, the trans girls that are killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dominating in their field. Yeah. And that representation is amazing. But again, that, that you can count that on your hand, how many that you probably follow. Mm-hmm. And I never saw anyone locally, mm-hmm. you know, like, in my, like, I feel like I was just going into it blindly. So my, I wanted to create something for young little me's to see and mm-hmm. hear like, you know, you can do this in the Midwest, in like a conservative area and still thrive in your own way and follow your dreams and honestly be employed and have success. Yeah. And I'm only 22 and I feel like, you know, the things that I've accomplished as a trans woman, I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. you know, and with my own eyes that I've had a personal experience with. So I wanted to share that with the world, you know, the world or whoever wanted to listen. Yeah. And that was like a big deal for me. And that's what I wanted to start a show that was queer yeah. as fuck and unfiltered yeah. and real. Like, you know, I've been through some fucked up shit. And I want people to know that this isn't okay, mm-hmm. but you're also will be okay. Right. Very well put. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah, totally. I mean, my answer isn't necessarily the same, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but um, I, you really kind of hit the nail on the head for me when you're like, it's queer as fuck and unfiltered. I just really, our name is like kind of what we are and why we do what we do is because we are unfiltered like even off the mic off the camera like that's who we are we are queer and i think um who you are like in the show is exactly who you are off the show too exactly so yeah literally i love that it's like kind of scary for sure (laughs) for sure yeah and we just wanted to like obviously queerness is being a lot more accepted nowadays but we still think we just need to keep the ball rolling and Mm -hmm. um 
just help queer youth and not even just queer youth because there's so many queer people that are still closeted into their 20s 30s 40s like anyone who stumbles upon our podcast finds comfort in us laughs yeah cries whatever just be a friend right yeah i agree right like that reminder that you know you're safe valid seen and heard and you deserve to you know have fun be yourself like whether somebody is young and figuring that out or they're older and figuring it out maybe they have had that side like that themselves was suppressed you know when they see other people um living into their truth um as lgbtq plus people like they find community in that you know that's important to see like kind of going off of that like honestly i feel like with me coming out as trans other people told me that that's what they saw you know so i was very blessed to have a community already like that wasn't even necessarily queer Mm -hmm. like i have a lot of cis friends that were like girl like we see you Mm. like who are you playing Mm. like you know what i mean like come to the restroom with us like wear this outfit like that's you and we see you and honestly i had a very blessed to have friends that switched my pronoun before i even said anything mm. you know i've been, I, that's not really heard of either so right. like i was very blessed and it, actually antonio met me even before i started to switch right. that which sometimes when i asked him he's like i don't even i didn't even think about that you know because yeah, i've always I, just been that girl like like you're saying like i met you before transition but mm-hmm. like it that doesn't makes sense in my brain <laughs> like that's not how i met you i'm so the same just but like kind of like what you were saying um we both have acknowledged that our coming out stories and our families friends that we've have been very blessed and privilege. i don't want to say it's been easy but there's mm-hmm. definitely stories out there that are harder and mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that we have a community for people to come to or a they feel like there's a family within us mm-hmm. and even though it is easy it was still hard for us you know yeah. even though we had our family and friends support it was still hard to come out as lgbtq um so we get it and we just want people to find comfort in us and have a family in us and mm-hmm. realize that you can be queer and have a podcast hell yeah or mm-hmm. youtube channel or a successful hair designer Right. I really yeah. and like you can be trans and be seen and go to the club like the, you know yeah. what I mean and you can be sexy and you can yeah. y- you know men you know love the dolls and like I feel like seeing that in the cis world has been super cool because I don't feel like I get that hate you know mm-hmm. what I mean so knowing that it is possible and you can live whatever your normal life is you mm-hmm. know and I hate saying that but it's whatever you want it to be oh yeah you right. know and I think that has been super cool too is like i feel like i'm talking with my girlfriends you know on the podcast yeah hell yeah (laughs) self-determination yeah absolutely well what was your first queer unfiltered episode like oh my gosh i know okay i was like what was it i think we were just being silly oh i remember um we talked about poppers Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> that is a thing. Yeah, and I think that was... And it was the shortest episode we've ever recorded to date. It was only 30 minutes. Oh, sure, it, yeah. It just rolled off of us that day, too. I was super proud. Yeah. But, yeah, we talked about 
Uh, so we came up with the Bussy Bumping duo that day, I think, too. Yeah. Because that's kind of what we brand ourselves, because we're <laughs> bottom as fuck. And <laughs> so I feel like, you know, poppers just made sense. Mm. Like, you know, we just, like, I don't want to give too much away, but during the episode, we kind of figure out if they're necessary or not. Oh, sure. <laughs> I had different opinions at the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, we grow as people. We change our opinions. You know, we learn. <laughs> we experience. Yeah, we're a year old now, so. <laughs> yeah. When when was the first episode? February fourth, twenty twenty one. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So y'all are fourteen months in. I know. And um, how did you know you were starting to feel comfortable? Like in in the interface here, and like in the whole theme of the show and everything like that. Right away, I was I was gonna say I don't know about you, but I felt pretty comfortable right away just because we don't record ourselves um, with yeah. a video yet. Yeah, but um, most people don't. Yeah, we want to, but um, I think just like being in our like comfies, like mm-hmm. I like usually wear sweats, like just being comfortable in my house with a friend. It's very low pressure. Sure. In my opinion. Um, the first day, like, I did, like, this little vlog moment because I wanted to remember it. And when he says, yeah, he rolls out of bed, I don't always. Mm, yeah. You know, so I think that's my favorite memory is the first day. It's like, I'm full wig, snatched, intact. And then you open mm. the door and you're in a robe. I was yeah. like, you know, that just set the tone. But now I'm more cozy. Now I can actually, like don't take myself so seriously. I feel like that's what I learned in last year, you know? That's good, yeah. There was never, like, a turning point for us. I feel like it always has felt like we're just, like, talking to each other, mm-hmm. which the turn, yeah. yeah. The turning point was deciding to do it in the first place. Right, exactly. And then just executing it. I think, like, that meeting mm-hmm. that Brady was talking about, where mm-hmm. it's, like, we've talked about doing things like this with other people, but yeah. it's always been talk. Right on. yeah. And actually having a meeting was like, okay, this is real. Like, we're going to do this. You know, and also when it felt real is I have been stopped and people have talked about our podcast. Oh, wow. You know, like I've left a bar club and they'd be like, I love your, like, queer and filter. (laughs) And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, that's so weird. You know what I mean? Or we'll have clients, you know, be like, why didn't you tell me about your show? Or like, you know... Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, that that is a weird feeling. Like I've been in the corner store like picking up some beer and they're like, Oh hey, Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You're like, don't look at me. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, I would be looking busted. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, just I'm just a guy, you know. Just you know, like that's all we are. We're just people. Right. Um that just, you know, like to broadcast some 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 feelings sometimes yeah. you know mm-hmm. but it always feels good when folks you know relate to it or it connects with them um so like uh yeah i guess like what have been some of your like um uh most memorable moments in the last year doing the show i think for me um the most memorable moment moment is one of our coworkers uh her client is a principal at a at a high school, correct? That or like a teacher. That mm-hmm. or a teacher or something like that. She works with children, and she tells her LGBTQ kids to listen to us. And oh, yeah. though some of our 
episodes might be like not kid friendly 18 sure. and up but we yeah. do have other episodes that they could easily listen to and i think that's just great like we've talked about like people trying to find a community and family and i know that going through high school that's the toughest part and just hearing mm-hmm. that like kids have found comfort in us like that's amazing that's really really amazing and at a perfect timing too, being in high school just oh, feeling yeah. like you have someone to like look up to or relate to oh um, yeah like, absolutely it gets better obviously like it's such a cheesy saying but it's so true so mm-hmm. yeah for me i don't feel like it's an exact moment i feel like this has been my first full year of the show but also my first full year on hormones so i feel like it was oh, yeah. a place for me to come and it was like therapy mm-hmm. you know what i mean like talking about the things I'm going through and, you know, to a safe person, to a safe community felt really good. It felt like I wasn't, instead of bottling up, I got to release it, you know, the great times and the the bad times. So I feel like it was the healing. That's my favorite part. Well, the one congratulations. Thank you. Like being on a year, you said? Over a year. Over a year. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to pull up uh, Spotify. And uh, let's let's talk about um, some of the most recent episodes yes. that y'all have done. Um, so yeah, there was the Easter shenanigans that went up today. Yeah, um, yeah, I see right there. Check <laughs> us out on the Mister Nice Guy podcast. Yeah. Uh, tell me about so low vibes only the one you did last week. Let's yes. let's hear about that. So we took like we had some stuff come up in our lives, so we took a few weeks off. And then getting back into it, it was a little tricky. It was like, oh my gosh, like it it's like riding a bike the first time you go back on. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm wobbling a little bit. So we just like had low vibes. <laughs> and yeah. then, like the thing about our podcast is don't trust the name. Like the name <laughs> of our episodes are always like We just feel it. Oh, it could we could be it could be one sentence that oh, we yeah. said to each other. Yeah. We're like, we love that sentence, so we're just going to name sentence. it. Like, we're going to talk yep. about that. It's like when you're trying to figure out, like, an Instagram caption for, like, totally. a photo. Like, it's it could just be a phrase you heard or saw that night. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily talk about any, like, low-vibe things. Our vibes were just low, and that was, like, the feeling of the podcast. So we were, mm-hmm. like, of the episode, so. Right. Oh, yeah. And then there was the hustle and bustle from about a month ago now. Yeah, was that just us talking about the hustle? You yeah. know, Antonio and I are very hardworking in different ways. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think we both grew up with very hardworking parents. And, sure. you know, he comes from two entrepreneurial, like, parents. And mine are very, like, you know, my dad's an airplane engineer. And my mm-hmm. mom works for Epic. Like, you know, very serious, time-consuming work. And you see, you know, so we we internalize that, you yeah. know, as children. And now in our adulthood, like we find it sometimes hard to relax or, you know, we have to go 50 miles an hour all the time and yeah. kind of just the stress of that, our favorite things about it. And, yeah. and being queer while doing it Hell and yeah. like what that means. Like, yeah. And for me, you know, it's like being on a roller coaster, you know, yeah. of like my own mental health on top of, you know, these goals that yeah. I will obtain, you know, oh, if yeah. it's the last thing I fucking do, you know, mm-hmm. in the midst of, the peaks and valleys oh yeah oh yeah i i relate to that a lot my parents were also entrepreneurs um we owned a greenhouse uh for like 30 years and then like yeah they were working seven days a week Mm -hmm. um and then 
when the recession happened, everything just went to shit. Right. And so hustle culture definitely has been a thing in, in my family too. And, uh, like it's always go, 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 go. Right. And it still is, you know, like I get anxious when I don't have something to do. Totally. I mean, coming from like parents who own their own businesses, it's like, you don't, you're never scheduled a day because you work every single day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you grow up and both sides are like that, it's like, oh my gosh, if I have a day off and I am like being locked up in the pandemic, it's like, yeah. how do I help? Yeah. Like help me please. Yeah. But it's something that I've been working on and that's kind of like what we talked about that. Episode, right. On. For sure. Yeah. It was, it was good. 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 <laughs> good. Good. Um, all good stuff. And then, uh, we say gay in Florida. Yeah, so that was like kind of about my Florida trip. Um, oh yeah, I went down to Universal Studios because I'm a big Harry Potter it's, nerd. It's so fun, Universal Studios. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a full robe, full <laughs> wand. Got my head oh, boy yeah. badge because Terrific. like if I was at Hogwarts, like I would be a head boy. Duh. Like, <laughs> like I I was a head boy in my Catholic oh, yeah. high school. So, but during. <laughs> My vacation is when the Don't Say Gay bill was being passed. Mm-hmm. So I was hearing a lot of stuff on the news and it was just like yeah. a lot to be queer openly, like with my boyfriend yeah. and like in Florida. And like for the most part, Orlando's pretty open minded. Sure. I mean, it has a huge queer scene, mm-hmm. but um you just never know. Oh, especially yeah. when you're in a state like Florida. Extremely <laughs> reactionary politics. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's really fucked up. Yeah. And we we did hear a lot of like newscast journalisms like our journalists like being very biased on the bill side. So it was it was hard to listen and watch like newscasters like support something that so um, hateful. hateful. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fuck DeSantis. Like honestly, fuck we're not governor. going away. So yeah, try. You can try the fuck. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like fuck that shit. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. No. Like, good for you being loud and proud. Right. You know. Um. So, um, I wanted to also ask uh, a bit more about like the the uh setup you 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 have for queer and filtered like what do you use like equipment wise and stuff like that yeah i was gonna let you answer this next question but i guess it's a me question too <laughs> it's a you question but i can talk about where we record it so we record on anchor yeah um we record at my apartment um i have a three-bedroom apartment with my boyfriend and roommate so our third bedroom is our computer setup our gaming room type thing so the studio if you will studio studio. yes yes with beautiful french doors (laughs) oh lovely um but we record on one microphone uh, a hyper quadcast x okay um if i'm saying that correctly but yeah we that just kind of uploads and records right on Anchor. It's really nice. Yeah. And it's super easy. And I have, like, this whole computer setup that we record on. Um, but it's a vibe. <laughs> I, like, don't know all the specs of my computer and, sure. like, the rant. Yeah. I don't know these things, but we're, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't either. I've been learning as I go along. Right. Um, yeah. When I initially, like, I used to just do it with this, with that microphone that's attached, like... And it was very bare bones, skeletal. Um, but like a year ago, I invested in this equipment because I'm like, 
trying to get the sound right, you know? Mm-hmm. So it sounds more like a podcast, right. you know? Um, and yeah, all these glowing buttons and lights and stuff, like, it's all still pretty uh, um, new to me, but, you know. You would it, never know. Yeah. You got YouTube. You YouTube helps. YouTube helps so much. You can do anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could really do anything with Some YouTube. rabbit holes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm so obsessed with Antonio. I'm moving three blocks away from him. Oh, hell yeah. So, oh, it's going to be nice. We'll be in a new studio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll be moving to my house. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, I finally have my big girl at place. Like, you go. Thank you. Hell yeah, girl. Um, well, my last thing I wanted to ask was just uh, kind of answered um, one part of it, which is like you're moving into the new space. But yeah, I was just going to ask what your goals are for Queer Unfiltered, uh, you know, in the future. Like, where do you want to take this like further? Like what are, if you have any more ideas you want to like incorporate as a, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I really think there is no limits for us when it comes to what we want to do in the future. Um, we really feel that like queer unfiltered is a brand and Mm -hmm. like a lifestyle almost Mm -hmm. rather than just a podcast or just a YouTube video. Right. Um, which we do want to make YouTube content and like kind of have more fun with it. I think yeah. in this next year, um, yeah, kind of make it feel more professional. I feel like, or like an mm-hmm. like a a real deal, mm-hmm. like a proper show. Like right, um, like I said it before. Like we're so different. We have very different interests and what we mean in a lifestyle. It's like I want there to be people that relate to Antonio's side of things and then mm-hmm. the Brady aspect. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, there's I, a good duality. And right. I feel like you know having a brand together and a show together, that platform can be used for so many different things. Like Antonio is a gamer. He has a Twitch. Like that's so fun for those fans of us that relate to that. And then I love makeup and skincare and fashion. And so do you. Right. And I I. Like, I don't, I'll dabble with yeah. a game here and there, but yeah. I just think, like, I've never seen something like our duality before, and I just really want to lean into that and just make really good content for more than just one person. I, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I'm i a big picture girl, oh, yeah. so, like, I see yeah. it. I think, like, kind of off of what you were saying, it's like, I struggled with being gay as like a kid, you know, and now I've like accepted that. But I've talked to you about this and then it's like, well, I am a really big nerd and I do love Harry Potter and I do love video games. And it's like, I struggled with that. Like being a gay guy that liked video games, I'm like, I'm not going to find a boyfriend. Like gay guys like to like do drugs and like (laughs) go to like festivals, which like I do like going to festivals, but I always thought like, oh my God another gay guy is not gonna like me because I play video games so like I stopped playing and then of course like there's someone out there for everyone and there totally. you can be gay and you can be gay and play basketball absolutely right? like, you can of course. do whatever you want and I think that's like you can be queer and love fashion and it's, it's not you know a what I mean like it's not a monolithic thing yeah for sure I, for sure and I think that's something that like I struggled with and it's mm-hmm. like you you said this like your normal is normal like yeah that's normal like whatever you want to do 
And like for like, you know, kind of piggybacking off of like, you know, your struggle with like your queerness. It's like I even feel like before I struggled with my femininity and what that looked like. And I used that's what I used to hate about myself. So having a platform where I'm just like, you know what, femininity is everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like my saving grace at the end of the day. And I just want to spread that everywhere. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm called to that. I'm drawn to that. Like, and I, why not? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a really amazing thing. Like, I appreciate both of you saying that kind of stuff for sure. Cause like, yeah, like, I mean, I always felt I, when I was younger, like I hated about myself, like I didn't fit into like a masculine norm whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I'm not athletic. I said before, <laughs> I don't like sports. I wasn't good at sports. I didn't play sports. I played video games. I, um, was outwardly emotional growing up as a boy you're taught like you know like if you cry like you're you're a pussy and shit like that you know like I get told those things like growing up and as you get older and especially when you have a podcast or when you have some platform to be able to express yourself creatively you you you're able to reclaim that yeah mm-hmm. and uh, boy it's gratifying I know I feel like I've never yeah. met someone like Antonio where I've seen I've felt so seen Mm -hmm. so heard and even if he doesn't understand he he feels me you know like that's great you know and that supports everything i feel like um bringing up like acknowledging like how we grew up and like you're almost like rewriting history you know you're almost like you're dealing with those emotions but you're also like telling the people that are going through it right now or that have gone through it that like it's okay and Mm -hmm. You know, you can be yourself, whether that looks like straight, queer, emotional, masculine, feminine, like Mm. there's no fucking right answer. And your right answer is the best answer. As long as you're not hurting yourself or someone else, like live your life and be unapologetic. That's right. Fuck a binary. Fuck a binary. (laughs) That's like my favorite saying right now. Big retweet. (laughs) Um, So as we're closing out here, um, I ask everyone the same two questions. Um, so Brady, we'll start with you since you have the mic. Um, what keeps you up at night, Brady? PTSD, like fear. Mm, yeah, that's um, real. I don't ever feel safe, not necessarily because that's how I, the world feels. I just, you know, I've trusted the wrong people and I feel like that constantly that keeps me up at night is like feeling mm. like someone's going to bust into my apartment at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's happened. That's real. That's real as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I'm uh, a deep bitch. No, I, I mean, that's... Expose myself. Like, oh, yeah. I mean... It I, helps me heal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Antonio, how about you? What keeps you up at night? <laughs> My cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why are you always keeping people up? Why, yeah. why are you doing that? I like it. Hey, hi, <laughs> 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 She's like, who, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said, I do keep you up. She does. Yeah. Um, we have recently um, made this new stage in adulthood where we raised our bed off the ground. Um, and now our cats love to go underneath it mm-hmm. and into the box spring and then fight over who gets to go into the box oh, spring. Yeah. So that's why they keep me up at night. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's very real, though, because they'd be doing acrobats. Yeah. Oh yeah, cats do those maneuvers. Well, the, uh, the the flip side of that, on a more lighter note, is uh, what puts you to sleep. 
my potential. Yeah. Everything that I will accomplish and have. Like I'm I'm so proud of who I am today. Hell yeah. And happy to see it come yeah. to life. Good. That makes me sleep so good, bitch. That beauty sleep girl. <laughs> waking up rested. Love it. Love it. Hell yeah. And uh Antonio, what puts you to sleep? Um, I really just think it's my happiness. Um I mean, love where I'm at in life, though I do have goals and do want to level up whatever that looks like but i am so content in where i am in my life right now i really didn't know where i was going for a really long time but Mm -hmm. you know i have beautiful friends i have an awesome boyfriend and i have a great house right now i just i'm so happy with where i'm at that i get to go to sleep just content love it love it well both of you deserve that and then some. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having us. You can follow us at Queer Unfiltered and at Brady Dom. <laughs> you can follow me at LMA Antonio with an underscore after the I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll be tagging a link to uh, Queer Unfiltered so you can go check out that podcast and uh, stay tuned to what they do uh, in the in the coming weeks, months, years, as they said. Ow. <laughs> the, this potential, right? Like the, the, the potential is endless. So, um, Yeah, thank you for tuning in to Mr. Nice Guy once again. We'll see you next time.